Welcome to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes, a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Amid, Idaho. Join us as Pastor Mike leads us verse by verse through the Bible and shares with us the impacting truth of God's Word. Be sure to stay tuned until the close of our program to hear about some exciting news and special offers. We'll also tell you how you can obtain a full-length copy of this entire message. And don't forget, you can always catch up on Mike's teaching on our website at ccmit.org. We're currently going through the book of Luke in a series titled, The Uncommon Gospel. So grab your Bible, turn up the volume, and follow along with us. Here's Pastor Mike. We're going to be talking about, in Luke chapter 12, if you'll turn there, we're going to be talking about the real danger. Last time we saw, in the previous chapter, six woes to the Pharisees. Well, it was actually three to the Pharisees, and then the lawyer says, hey, what about us? You know, you guys, are, you're, you're making us feel bad too. And he's like, oh yeah, you lawyers too. And so the last three lo- lo- woes were for the lawyers, which is kind of funny. But we saw this as Jesus gave them these woes, and, and as he finished up giving these six woes, we saw this reaction to it in verse 53. And as he said these things to them, this is chapter 11, verse 53, sorry. The scribes and the Pharisees began to assail him vehemently and to cross-examine him about many things, lying in wait for him and seeking to catch him in something he might say that they might accuse him. And so Jesus, he's coming under this scrutiny. They're, they're yelling at him, whatever's happening. Very uncomfortable dinner. You know, he's doing, went there for dinner and now he's like, mm, you know, okay, it's time to go. And we always know when it's time to go, don't you? And so he gets, he's probably getting up. We don't really know all that's happening here. But, but it, it's an important lesson for us. We talked about this a little bit last time, but we tend to want to be liked by people. We tend to want to please everyone. We don't want to bring up controversy when it comes to dinner conversations specifically. And we should always be kind, but sometimes the loving thing to do is to speak up. And that is absolutely true when there's somebody who, who is there that's young that might be affected by what's being said, or, or maybe somebody who's new to the faith, or maybe somebody who's close to coming to the faith. They're not a believer, and you're trying to witness to them, and then somebody starts saying something crazy or something inaccurate concerning God. And, and it's those times that we have to, to open our mouth and say, ah, no, that's not what, that's not God, and that's not the way things are. And, and, and no doubt that was true of all these people. It talks about this in the meantime. As he's eating dinner, there's these people that are gathering. Oftentimes people would gather around a house, and they'd open the windows so they could hear what the teacher had to say. And now they're hearing all this stuff, and Jesus is making sure that everyone present knows this is the reality of what's happening here with these Pharisees and these scribes, lawyers, or whatever. And so in verse 1, it says, In the meantime, when an innumerable multitude of people had gathered together so that they trampled one another, he began to say to his disciples, First of all, beware of the leaven of the Pharisees, which is hypocrisy. So this had to be a little bit frustrating, maddening, really, to to the Pharisees and the scribes. Here they are with Jesus, and and they don't want anybody to follow him. In fact, they want to kill him, and he's drawing more and more and more people to himself. They're they're outside of the Pharisee's house in the meantime while they're eating, starting to pile up so much. Everybody's trying to hear that they're trampling on top of one another. And, And Jesus speaks out against these guys, but the crowds just get bigger and bigger and bigger. 
waiting outside as, as Jesus now comes out and begins to speak to his disciples. And, you know, it's just like Jesus said earlier, you know, when, when he clashed for the very first time with the scribes and the Pharisees, he said, wisdom is justified by your children. In other words, what a life produces, what you see come out of something is, is where that whole, the, the whole picture of that life is. And when what comes out is vengeance and hatefulness, then you know what the true heart of that person is. So Jesus turns to his disciples and warns them to beware of the leaven of the Pharisees. And you have to remember whenever the Bible uses a metaphor like this that he, he talks about leaven, it always remain, remains the same thing. The first time we see this used as this metaphor, it was when the children of Israel were coming into the promised land. They were leaving Egypt, and he, he, he says, I want you to keep the Passover, and I want you to sweep out all the leaven out of every crack, every corner of your house, get rid of all the leaven, and only unleavened bread. So it's not, it's not the bread itself, you know, and, 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 and it's not the, the, the deliciousness of bread that we're, we're talking about here, but we're talking specifically about this idea of leaven, and leaven represents represents sin, and, and actually, probably more accurately, leaven represents secret sin, sin that lies under the surface. Now, because my mom made bread, I, I actually like to make bread too, and you can probably tell, but I like to, I make biscuits too, and all kinds of stuff I shouldn't eat, but I, I like to make bread, and, and you know how that works. You know, you make a, some dough, and you put sugar in it, which is kind of the food, and then you put fungus in it, some yeast that's, you know, and it works in there. And the yeast loves sugar just like you do. And it eats up all that sugar and it grows and it has babies and it passes gas. I don't know which end, but it does. And inside your, your bread, there's it, it just like all these little bubbles start to pop. And so you have bubbles and the bread starts to rise. That's because there's decay happening within the bread. There's a, a fungus that is taking over the bread and corrupting it. That's what it's a corruption process. And the gases are coming out and it's just, yeah. And, it's, and, and then you put it in the oven to bake and it smells so good, right? But that's the idea behind this. You know, it, it, it makes this beautiful loaf. But here's the point. It looks good on the outside. It smells good, but it's actually... It's actually that way because it's full of corruption. Okay, and this isn't a moratorium against bread. Of course, you know, this bread is, you know, in moderation is good, right? Of course, remember, the whiter the bread, the quicker you're dead. So you got to, you know, think about that. But the Pharisees seemed to be the most honoring to God in the way that they lived their lives, in the way that they talked, in the, in the practices, the outward practices that they did. Remember, Jesus said, you clean the outside of the duck, cup and dish. But inside, it's full of corruption. And, and they, they, he said, you're like whitewashed tombs, inside filled with men, dead men's bones, and the outside beautiful. And, and that's what they did. They had all these outward practices, and they wore beautiful robes and hats and made, the, and made them stand out. They looked dedicated. And so everybody would look at them and say, that's what godliness is. And that's why Jesus says that when people touch you, they become defiled. You defile the people that you're, you're ministering to because you, you aren't a true worshiper of God. But they sure looked that way. But it was all leaven. It was all show. It was all hypocrisy. The word hypocrite literally means to wear the mask. 
The problem is people would see it and think, that's what I needed to be like to be right with God. And that's what they would believe. And we don't want to lead people astray. And that's what the Pharisees were doing. So in verse 2, it says, For there is nothing covered that will not be revealed, nor hidden that will not be known. Therefore, whatever you have spoken in the dark, it will be heard in the light. And what you have spoken in the ear, in the inner rooms, will be proclaimed on the housetops. That's a terrifying thought, isn't it? And, and yet a true thought. Everything you say, everything that's happened in, in darkness, everything you thought was a secret is going to be blasted on the rooftops. I, I know we've talked about this. You know, we have this new technology that we, we have in our computers now that we can just, you know, neuralink you to the computer and then we can project on the screen all the thoughts that you had for the previous week for everyone else to be edified by. If that were true, and, and we said, hey, it's, it's your turn, your week, would you show up to church for everybody to read every thought you had? That's terrifying. And yet, that's exactly what Jesus is saying. Everything you've said, everything you've done in secret, it's going to be exposed. And we need to be aware that God sees everything, along with an innumerable number of angels and a few demons. They know everything that you do, everything you've done in secret, every little secret you, you keep. In other words, you're not going to get away with it. The warning for us is to beware of hypocrisy. And the reason he's saying this is because it spreads. You could have a nice, you know, and you can make it some biscuits or something. There's no leaven in them. There's no yeast in those biscuits. You just, you just have a nice little lump of, of dough. And then maybe you take some bread dough or some, some leaven dough and you slap it up against that dough. And guess what happens if you just let it go? What will happen? That leaven will work its way into the other dough and corrupt it as well. And now you have two lumps of, of leavened dough because you allowed them to bump up against each other. And that's the problem is that this hypocrisy can spread. It can spread to me. It can spread to you. And ultimately, it will be exposed before everyone. And I think it's healthy for us to live with this awareness. Hypocrisy is a real danger. One thing that, that hypocrisy needs to survive is secrecy. To keep secrets. Someone puts it on a front, starts to spread their legalism or put on a mask of fake spirituality and other people swallow it and it starts to spread to those people because there's this high standard that's being, that's being presented and these, this person seems to be keeping that high standard and doing those things and so I need to do those things too and if I fail, then I hide it because I don't want to be seen as less. But this, this is what happens is this, these things start to, you know, these people that are, are in this place start to affect a church. And I've seen it happen in churches before. Thanks again for listening to Abide in Truth with Pastor Mike Hughes. If you would like a copy of today's sermon in its entirety, call us at 208-365-0991 or send us a text at 208-991-2756. Be sure to mention today's date. You can also listen to Pastor Mike's latest message on our website at ccemmett.org. And don't forget to search for Calvary Chapel Emmett on iTunes and YouTube. Remember to hit subscribe when you're there. Thanks again for listening, and remember, always abide in truth. Until next time, God bless. Abide in Truth is a radio outreach ministry of Calvary Chapel in Emmett, Idaho.
Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to invite you to watch our services live on Facebook. You can watch us every Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30. Just go to our page, Calvary Chapel of Emmett, and scroll down for the live service. It is an interactive experience. While on our page, feel free to watch previous Sundays as well. So join Calvary Chapel Emmett Sunday morning at 8.30 or 10.30 on Facebook. We look forward to seeing you. Calvary Chapel of Emmett would like to offer you a free gift for joining us today. Right Now Media. Right Now Media has been called the Netflix of Christian Bible studies. With over 30,000 Bible studies and discipleship videos, there's even tons of Christian cartoons for the kids. To get your free account to Right Now Media, just visit our website at ccemmett.org forward slash right now. That's ccemmett.org forward slash right now. And God bless you.